How long gone? OVO Chris checking in live from the six. Um, Jason, you're still in LA. You're waiting to join me. Is that correct? Yeah, I'm in OVO, Los Angeles. <laughs> uh, and it's going well. It's hot as a motherfucker. It's like 94 today. Oof, we don't love that. AC is blasting right now. Right now, Carolyn is at Pilates. She just, her Pilates was over two minutes ago. So she likes to keep the thermostat at 78. And then when she goes. 78? Away, 78? That's fucking jail level. 78? We're going down to 68. That's where I'm looking at. That, that That's kind of my sweet spot. What, what's yours? Tale of two podcast partners, isn't it, Chris? Uh, I, I'm more of a 70. I, I mean, every thermostat is different. Of is, course. Is the first problem. Of course. Of course. Um, <laughs> How can I forget? So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are we are we calculating ambient room temperature year by year? I don't know how. There's so many. Know there, what your, I don't know. Jason, did you replace the windows on your house? Because that, you know, that does change things as well. Just the thickness kind of. Yeah, they're, they're new windows. Yeah. Okay, good. They're, That's good. They're pretty new windows. That's good. Did you replace, you replaced the ones on your house? too right no i left the bars on them um and uh no i didn't i didn't because uh they're too old and if i replaced them it would look <laughs> less cool right is what i which is an unfortunate issue where they're like yeah you should totally replace these i'm like oh cool can we just make it look no nah, i can't do that uh but we could we could definitely get these out of here for ten thousand. Mm-hmm. um yeah i sometimes i feel like chris black was born in the wrong you know century right you have like an old school flavor but now all the current modern window dressings <laughs> it don't really do much for you does it it really doesn't and i i you know i don't know man it's tough you don't like writing old schools it, but yeah <laughs> so my yeah I, I, i'm like a 72 degree just to circle the square and square the circle um i yeah i rushed over i've just been having like a you know the last day before you go out of town for a couple of weeks got those jitters going on of course the last minute bullshit that you kind of were putting off and now you have to do it and it's like always the worst you know like i gotta pack and do a, a zillion things but i also have to like fill the tire the air up in the tires of our mm-hmm. of our other car mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. one other car is getting served you know like sure i had to i had to do that this morning too at seven thirty a.m when i was doing two plates uh on the on the squats mm. um, right before i headed to LaGuardia. i did two plates today too it was two total though not, on, not two on each side. Oh, not, not two on each side. Okay, well, we'll get there. We'll get there. That's, it that's was good. only a it was a bench though. It wasn't a squat. Oh, okay. No, that's good. I'm, I forgot you're working on your chest, and I, I um a- anything helps. I've been doing some supersets. So you do six, uh, two forty fives on each side, and then twelve kind of close grip mm-hmm. single forty fives on each side. Damn, play you know, and that's a nice that's a that's a nice pump. But I think you should try that. Just different, whatever the weight you can do. Yeah, I'll try that. It'd be good. I'll try. I'm not. You feel I'm, it. I'm not as beast mode as you are, and my arms are so long, so the geometry, you know, it's tricky, right? Damn, I, I, I can't. You know, I'm not a math <laughs> guy, bro. Don't do that. Um. All right. Well, so are you? Are you? Pa- packed? Ready? Like, do you no, feel ready mentally? Not at all. Okay. Not at all. Yeah. I get it. I mean, we're going away for a, we're we're going away for a long time, and we're about to do like basically two and a half weeks. Yeah, this is longer than my fucking like honeymoon and and yeah. wedding, bro. Well, because this will actually be fun. That's the th- that's the difference. So it's, <laughs> it's you know what I mean. It's like it's a. Beep. You, yeah. I'm just reminding myself to <laughs> cut all this for- out because Carolyn <laughs> listens to the fucking podcast now. Wait, what? Can be making your little jokes like that. I think that's a pretty no, funny. Just kidding. I think that's a pretty funny joke. Actually, I think that was pretty. No, no, no. You, I, I can't be making making jokes like that your your little goofy yes. ass can do it all day long no no problem i do need to report um from the uh drake it, it was all a blur tour mm. 
It's all a blur tour. Uh, 2023 live from MSG last night. You know, we're dying to know where in the orchestra pit and the DJ booth and the Bia box you were. Okay, so this was, I, you know, we, we talked about this. I was on VIP riser A to the left of the Virgil statue. So I was sandwiched between, this is not a joke, I was Alex and I were sandwiched between Gerald, a.k.a. G-E-Z, and his chick, who could, who were making out like 13-year-olds, mm-hmm. and the goat dripping in chrome, Scott Disick. Damn, seeing Drake next to Scott Disick, what more do you want? I mean, it, does it get better than that? But yeah, so it was, it was a pretty good, there was some other, um, the heir to the Masoni family was there wearing a weird all-Masoni outfit with his chick, who was also an all-Masoni um tony of, was there of course bio was there uh jaden smith was there there with a weird guy wearing overalls which makes total i feel like jaden smith's always with a white guy in overalls that's kind of part was, of his was his little was his <laughs> was his overall wearing crony like like a tiny little kind of ratty looking guy he might have been, I, I was i wasn't that close to him but i mean you're describing a person he looked who, like he could he may he may have potentially been like a child actor like that's the energy he puts forth into the world yeah yeah totally yeah yeah absolutely yeah, i think absolutely this is a guy i think this is his like his road dog this is his broski this is his number two man okay. person i guess because I, when i was when i was booling with him a few months ago when he was like, hi, I'm James Smith. <laughs> you know, like that kind of vibe. He had that guy with him and he, he looked like, you know, when you see like Snoopy's cousin who has like a little bit of like a kind of a dirty mustache coming in little, a uh, little rough and ready. Um, our listeners now, maybe, maybe if you don't know Chris, but he, he sort of puts that <laughs> yeah, energy out. I'm sure. I, uh, yeah, it was, it was fun though. And I mean, he opened with Marvin's room and he played, um, over, which is kind of a classic that I really like. Um, so I was I was happy. Um, I was happy. And then I, I did miss Bia and Yachty. You miss Bia and Yachty? That's too bad. I know. Well, I, had to, I have to eat. You know what I mean? We had, to hit, <laughs> we had to hit Michael's on 55th and then, you know, take the Uber down to MSG. And I got to tell you what, man. MSG has never smelled worse. I, I, I thought the Grateful Dead smelled bad. Mm, okay. But I'll tell you what, man. These, because it's like a mix. Like, like I said to you earlier, it's like Elf Bar, Hookah, tom ford cologne cigarette truly <laughs> spill is kind of the mix of of fragrances going on on the on the ground there that sounds like a verse it does i'm sorry I, I you know how i get elf bar but, Buka, <laughs> tom ford. but you know the, it sounds like a 5 over. verse so they did this thing they would do funny things on the jumbotron my favorite was the op cam and it would just show white guys on the op cam like it was like like the over like the the jumbotron okay but but then during um laugh now cry you know uh laugh now cry later they they had it where it would it would basically any face that was on the screen looked like they were crying to drake and it's really it was really clever it's like a really really yeah yeah yeah. really you've probably seen it's like a really really good like filter but i was very impressed by that i thought it was really funny it was clever a lot of that stuff was pretty. i like that how drake is able to sort of seamlessly weave between being the whitest nerdiest guy of all time and then making fun of white people while doing the nerdiest things of all time it's a it's a beautiful trick that he always does no one can do it like him but it was honestly it was crazy to see him do like you know, whatever, 45 minutes and then bring 21 Savage out. And it was literally it, it, the 20. Don't be a hater, bro. I love 21 Savage. I, I I mean, but he cannot, he should not be doing shows. <laughs> like they got to put there. He's either got to put down the blunt or like, 
I don't know what it, it's like. He's comatose. It's weekend at Bernie's. It's weekend at Bernie's. Okay, home. so he's just going through the motions. Not really. Maybe he had an off night. Maybe tour life. He's not built for it. You he's know, definitely I know not that built you for and it. Drake are built differently, but <laughs> yes, I don't think yes. twenty. I think I think twenty one is sort of built pretty normally. <laughs> he was uh, twenty one. The best thing was he comes out in like a custom. Uh, like football jersey i guess with just a slaughter gang and sg on the front um with some kind Could of be sweet green yeah that's just what, something to think about i just saw the colors and it was blo- it was blood red um so i kind of assumed it was it was mm, slaughter gang. those aren't yeah those aren't sweet greens hero colors but he does he carry do- on you had a story no he just does uh, his songs are so big that it almost doesn't matter but he's also like kind of behind his track you know what I mean? You know how rappers, they all, you know, and he's like behind, it's just all very, it was all very strange. You know how you have one job as a performer? <laughs> yeah. I mean, literally, dude, it's like literally, you just got to keep up with the, or your own verse. Well, I mean, I'm just hoping that he, he was having like a, maybe he had some personal issues in his life. Maybe he was, uh, you know, he smoked too much and was just like, hey guys, I'm going to take the L for this one. So sorry, MSG. I just didn't have enough uh, gas in the tank. I didn't have enough hookah in the hookah. <laughs> this, yeah. What do you call the? Is is the stuff that you put inside a hookah also called hookah? I think it's just called tobacco. But maybe I'm wrong. I, I don't. That's a good question. I, I mean, just don't know. Don't worry, we can find out. Because they say I'm going to smoke hookah, yeah, but they never true. say I'm going to smoke smoke tobacco out of a hookah. I think that it's. I think. I think over the years the terms have been kind of smoothed out, you know. And it's these it's, are the questions that we need to. Yeah. Well, can we cancel our guest today? Because I kind of need to do a deep dive. Well, now. we're in Toronto, so that we can go get hookah, no problem, and kind of ask the the woman who brings it over to us the ins and outs. Maybe get the history of it just as a whole. Um, that'd be good. Can I pick your brain <laughs> yeah, just can... for 15. <laughs> Do you have a second? I'm actually <laughs> just a brain pick. No, no, no. You can find me on LinkedIn. <laughs> like I'll talk about this there. Um, all right. Well, I'm glad that I'm glad that you're getting settled. I'm in Toronto. It's hot as a motherfucker here too. So prepare yourself. Is it really? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 It's, yeah. I mean, it's not as bad as New York. It's a climate change thing. I know it's, it's a hundred degrees in the Atlantic ocean. It's 90 degrees. There's less humidity in, in the six. Thank God. Um, but I'm going to go get that, mm-hmm. that Branzino at Buca tonight with drew. So that's what I have to look forward to. Um, and then cool tomorrow, TJ touchdown straight, straight to better gift shop to celebrate. And then, and then we got our show on Friday. So it's, it's just nonstop bullshit all weekend. Tickets, uh, tickets are, 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 I just checked them this morning. They're, they're doing well. We, we were in Toronto last year, um, came out in the summertime where we had a great show. Maddie Matheson was our guest and. We're gonna have, you know, we sold the same amount of tickets without his Matty ass. So well, I can't. I feel proud of myself for that. I can't wait to. I, I've decided I'm gonna. I'm gonna ask the crowd. I want to ask the most passionate Alexis on Fire fan to come on stage and defend the band. Um, I just, I, it's something I need to understand, and I feel like we'll have a representative in the. Are crowd. they a Toronto band? Yes, and they're only popular here. They're huge here. They can. They, I bet ten thousand people would go see Son them of play. A bitch. Okay. Um. I I wanted to give a shout out. Somebody sent us a screenshot of a Reddit post. No, no, not not somebody. Kevin Morby sent me a screenshot of a of a Reddit post where someone was listening to How Long Gone when they got in a serious car accident. I got it pulled up right now. So this is, I guess, <laughs> if this person is posting on the How Long Gone Reddit, then they probably listen as well. So they're fine. This is user Plat Platy. NFK platine fun. I don't know. Uh, had the, the, the title of the post got into a pretty bad car crash yesterday. Listening to how long gone 
And then the post says, all I remember from when I woke up was that Chris and Jason were talking about Travis Scott and I couldn't shut it off by the time the EMTs arrived. Humiliating, LOL. So I I just think it's funny that you find it humiliating. What's humiliating about that? Listening to a podcast that you like so much that you Mm -hmm. uh, go on the Reddit? I say... For shame. Good point. I don't. I, I don't wish injury or death on you, but it's time to take a cold, hard look in the mirror, poster. I'm. I'm glad you're ba- poster. <laughs> time to take a card. All posters <laughs> need to take a long, long look in the mirror. Um, we do have a. We do have a guest today, uh, Bethany Cosentino, uh, formerly of Best Coast. Uh, she has a new solo album coming out called Natural Disaster uh, this Friday on Concord Records. Uh, she did it with my old ATL homie and known pink hitmaker butch walker um <laughs> nashville's own um but she also i you know in, in jason news she recently got engaged i believe at the american yeah. um so that 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 i mean that that's something we need to understand because i feel like that's something that you're maybe a little jealous of or at least very interested to know how it went down i, w- I want to know a play-by-play minute-by-minute recollection okay. of this uh, armenian proposal let's give her a zoom <laughs> and and see what happened Hey there, overwhelmed foodies. Are you drowning in a sea of meal kit options, feeling like you're in a bad dating game where every contestant looks the same? Fear not, because amidst the chaos, there's one shining star worth your culinary affection. Home Chef is not just another fish in the meal kit sea. They're the gourmet catch that you've been dreaming of. Say goodbye to swiping left on lackluster meals and swipe right for the one brand that will make your taste buds swoon. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef design recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions, speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, I like to chop myself, or quick microwave meals that are assembled in minutes, Home Chef has you and your entire family covered for delicious meals, witty options per week, and serves a variety of dietary needs, so you don't have to worry about what to make ahead of time. I'm keto now. Not only is it convenient, but it is also economical. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. Mamma mia. For a limited time, Home Chef is offering my listeners... Our listeners, 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert faux life at homechef.com slash how long. That's homechef.com slash how long for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash how long must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. How Long Gone is brought to you by Nutrafol. As you know, you know, hair thinning is quite complicated. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health. Uh oh, and internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and most importantly, grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker, stronger hair. Go ahead, give it a tug. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth suppy with over 1 million people seeking thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with considerably less shedding thank god take the first step to visibly thicker healthier hair for a limited time Nutrafol is offering our listeners ten dollars off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code how long all one word 
Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L. I got Raf on the nut. <laughs> Dot com promo code how long. That's Nutrafol.com <laughs> promo code how long. Beth, how are you? Welcome. Thank you for coming on How Long Gone. What flavor kombucha are you drinking? Passion fruit tangerine health aid. I recently started fucking with this brand of kombucha. I love health aid, but have you tried the pink lady apple? Yeah, I like that one. But this one is like okay. pretty sweet tartish, which I like. I like my healthy things to taste like candy. Okay, sure. You know yeah, yeah, of course. I think that's a, a common problem. I don't drink kombucha because it's disgusting, but I'm shocked. Mm -hmm. I'm shocked at how it has taken over like regular people are drinking kombucha now, which is a, a real surprise to me when you actually taste it. <laughs> are the benefits that real or do you just like it? You can be honest. I think it works, but also I I really like it. I will say that like my mom was like a, a person who made her own kombucha when I was younger. Mm. So I was sort of raised on the kombucha lifestyle. I'm a bit of a kombucha influencer, okay. if you will. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Hold on. Your mom, did your mom have a job or was this? You know, at the time of the kombucha. Yeah. You know what? She did have a job at the time of the kombucha. Well, Chris, Chris managing in the life of a SCOBY is kind of a full-time job. Beth knows that. I don't know if you do. No, that's so what, what did she do for a living? I just want to understand the psyche of a woman who's making her own kombucha in like the nineties. She worked um, for an architectural firm doing data entry. And then she was promoted to like some sort of very high up job, but she started making kombucha later on after my parents got divorced. So I would say that maybe it was like a divorcee. Okay. You know, Divorce project. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Some people make signs for the guest bathroom. Some people <laughs> yeah. get into brewing kombucha. They start yeah. brewing. I didn't even. I, I guess. But Chris, the, the Chris, the flavor of kombucha is good. But I don't. I just don't think you. You're not like the kind of person who's going to have like a, a sipping vinegar, are you? I don't like. like I don't. I don't, I don't like drinks really. I just like water. Really. And like coffee. I, I don't. <laughs> yeah. I just don't like. I drink. don't like drinks. <laughs> it's re it's re it's really weird, and I know this, but like I don't even want to sip of like a flavored thing. I just don't like it. It makes me feel gross. Water only. You don't like LaCroix or like sparkling water, LaCroix, Spindrift, none of that shit. First of all, Spindrift is for women. Oh, um, so that's fuck. offensive that you asked me that. <laughs> um, but no, but the, um, no. Uh, but for, for, a, for a woman's water, it's pretty good. Uh, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. not that bad. Um, Chris, Chris will drink all of those as long as they're unflavored. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that's how white I am. I can't even have flavor in my sparkling water. That's how bad it is. For so me. you're like a Pellegrino Perrier yeah, kind of yeah. dude. Mountain Valley. Yeah, sure. I, I drink I'll drink any of yeah. it. I just like all the like when I go into Erewhon and I see that wall of all the like the the brightly colored, you know, graphic design drinks, it's just so overwhelming to me because it's it's just words that don't belong together. Yeah. And I don't I don't know <laughs> how do you pick from that? Like what do you shout out to our new sponsor, Olipop. They're great. You can find them <laughs> at your local Erewhon. Wait, is are that you, root beer one's probably are, fine. It is. Wait, are you actually sponsored by Olipop now? We're working on something. Yeah, we're working on something. Um, yeah, okay. we okay. haven't started doing ads for it yet, but we'll 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 get a case out to the house. Don't worry about it. <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> I only like the root beer one. That's the only one that I like. I tried the like 
Hawaiian punch one or something, and I literally spit it into the sink and just dumped it right down the drain and the can. Well, I'm going to use AI to remove all of that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> all the flavors of Olipop are delicious. They're so good. We love Olipop. There we go. We got a good clean take there. Thanks, Beth. <laughs> Is it supposed to be good for the tummy? <laughs> yeah. Is that part of it, too? Okay, so you, you just like stuff that's good for your tummy is what it sounds like to me. I guess so. Yeah, I, I am a big... I, I take a lot of supplements. I take a lot of probiotics. I eat my kimchi. I like all of my fermented things. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't fly through the probiotics. Are they are they room temp or are we refrigerating? I do room temp. Um, I've I've done all the refrigerating ones, but you know, with a with a schedule where you travel a lot, it's very hard to use. Oof. Girl, tell me about it. Exo tour life is very hard on right. The I know you the guys. Body. You guys know all about this. I'm now. A, I'm on tour right now. I'm in Toronto right now. This isn't my bad lighting. Oh, you yeah, are. Yeah. We have a show on Friday. Jason's coming uh, tomorrow. So, Jason, are you in? Uh, are you in Glendale? I'm in Glendale, yeah, yeah. Beth knows. Oh, I know. I know all about. Can I tell you that I used to see you at the uh, Glendale Equinox many years ago, and I only knew it was you because I know how tall you are. No shit. I'm, I must have seen you there then, mm. but I actually, I mean, I, I still go. I, I just got back from the Glendale Equinox like five minutes ago. Oh, you do. I. I go to Orange Theory Fitness mm -hmm. in Glendale. I no longer go. Okay. To oh my God. Okay. All right. <laughs> Do you so ever go to Motivate Pilates in Glendale? Oh, I've tried it. I've tried. I I used to class pass. I've bounced all around every exercise thing Damn. you can. Think is of. class pass done? No. Class no, pass no, is no, over. No. Right? Class no, pass, much like spin drift, is very popular with women. <laughs> it's huge. <laughs> It's really, You're right. it's, it is. I mean, the thing about class pass is it's, it's genius. It's like a brilliant idea because I think a lot of people get bored, you know, or don't know what to do. So it like does yeah. the work for you. I mean, I, when, when it came out, all I heard about was every single person was using class pass. I haven't heard about it in years. That's I feel like I the asking. trend is dead, but I think the trend is dead. Uh, what is, all right. So orange theory is basically, um, it's like berries for people who aren't cool. Is kind of is that how you would describe it, or how would you how would you describe it? Uh, well, that 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 would make sense if I've I've never seen a cool person go to berries. By the way, Chris, other than you, no, thank you for that, Jason. No, there, the, no workout class is cool. Let me let me be very clear. I um, wouldn't there's a, disagree with you, honestly. I wouldn't disagree with you. I would say that Orange Theory is. I've never tried berries, and you know what? I think when berries was like when it first kind of came around and it was huge. I do think the reason I didn't go to berries is because I didn't feel like I was cool enough to go to berries. I was like, I can't go there. That's not for me. I'm gonna like run into some celebrity. Like it's gonna be yeah. too much of a vibe. Eagle Rock, or sorry, not e why I'm saying Eagle Rock, because um, I lived in Eagle Rock at the time. It just slipped into my subconscious. Anyway, sure. Now that I'm a Glendale, uh, you know, kind of a, a legend in Glendale, <laughs> as some might say. You and Jason are battling for the title, <laughs> but sure, go ahead. Um, did the Glendale Americana brand, Americana on brand memes, post about your engagement, Jason? They didn't, but they did post about mine. <laughs> oh, so. oh, they did not. She makes a good point. She makes a good point. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't only one of us got engaged at the Americana, bro. Only one of us. We plan to get into that. Uh, the I'm still waiting to hear back from Vogue if we're gonna if we're gonna make the if we're gonna make <laughs> it in there. Um, but Americana Brands meme account is just as legendary and and an account that I follow. Jason and I were talking about this earlier. We didn't know. You, are you engaged to an Armenian guy or is no. he white? <laughs> he's he's Jewish. 
actually. They let him in Glendale? I'm so I'm surprised about, about it. Too. This. this sounds fishy to me. So you guys were at the you guys did did you see this? <laughs> did you know this was coming? Did you have a hand in the planning or is this a full surprise? I had no idea that this was coming. This man woke well, okay, so to give a little context to why it happens in the Americana parking lot on the roof is because on our first date, we went to Foxy's across the street street from the Americana, which I'm sure, Jason, you must be familiar with as a Glendale mm. native or local. Um, I've, I've had I've had some hangover breakfasts there. I don't know if I've had a date there, though. Well, I'm a, I love diners and I love Glendale. And I, as a yeah. person who would say, like, I'm not cool enough to go to Barry's, I very much just fuck with like chains and like, you know, suburban things. Mm -hmm. I grew up in Glendale, by the way. I am a, oh. like a townie. I didn't leave. I, I left for some time, but I wandered back anyway to get to the point. Glendale townie. Don't meet a whole lot of you. <laughs> that is rare. <laughs> to get to the real point of this story, um, I had just gotten a new car. I got a Subaru Crosstrek from Subaru of Glendale. Oh my God! On you, brand on the brand Boulevard of cars. You're, you're, you're killing you're killing me today. You're just lobbing them over the net. You bought a Subaru by oh, choice. I yeah, love Subaru. You don't even seem like the kind of per. Do you, are you an outdoorsy kind of chick? I am. I love the outdoors. I love a good hike. I love. I'm not like a camping person. You're not going to catch me in like a tent. Sure. But I do love a good like cabin. I love. Mm -hmm. I love nature. Okay. I do. I love you. Do you ever do you love like bringing like a dope sando to <laughs> Griffith Park after a hike? Yeah, of course. Of yeah, course. me too. Me to be too. to be fair, Jason, who doesn't like that? You worded it yeah. in a way that was setting us all up for failure. But who doesn't love that? So, all right. So, you, you, so this he, is a surprise. Like, he drives my you, car. You didn't know you were being proposed no. to, or you didn't, or you didn't, or you didn't know any of it. I got to turn the AC on. Continue. He, he the the <laughs> night of our first date, I had just gotten this car, and he drove my. He went. I was like, drive it, you know, whatever. And he drove it up to the roof of the Americana, and there was no one up there. And, you know, the Eiffel Tower's up there. It's very romantic. And we just kind of had, like, a moment. And then cut to three and a half, four, I think it's been four years later, uh, he tells me, I'm, like, notoriously bad at making plans. Like, I'm the person that's like, yeah, sure, I'll do that. And then 20 minutes before, I'm like, hey, I don't, I can't. I can't do it. Something mm -hmm. came up or whatever. All right, so, all right, so you're a bad friend. Got We're it. We're going to get okay. into that. We're going to get into that later on the show. I'm a bad friend. Just a bad person. Bad person. Very bad person. <laughs> he asked me, uh, we have the AMC, we are AMC stub members. So, you know, we do the little, mm -hmm. the, the membership at AMC where we can go see how, you know, however many movies we want. You have high, you're a diamond status medallion member at AMC. Oh yeah. I, I'm there all the time, but he made, he asked me if I wanted to see the new Wes Anderson movie. And I was like, you know what? I don't really want to see the new Wes Anderson movie, but sure. I'll go. <laughs> no. Sounds good. <laughs> And he's like, okay. So, come on, babe. It'll be good. It's cool. To be fair, nobody wanted to see that movie. I know. He didn't even want to see it either. I think he was just like, <laughs> there. it was like the only thing playing that he felt. Anyway, whatever. We I go. Got it. I got I, it. He starts driving. He like gets in the parking lot and he starts going towards the top. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? There's so many spaces. Like, why are you going to the top? And he just is like zooming yeah. around the turn. Before I know it, we get to the top and I literally go, Oh shit, something's happening. Like what is happening? Something is about to happen. And he just starts You you felt it. I felt it, but honestly, I still didn't think that I was getting proposed to. I just thought that like 
I don't know. I was like, maybe there's a picnic in the back of the car. I don't fuck, you know, I have a record coming mm-hmm. out. Maybe he's trying to like celebrate and, t- you know, whatever. Sure. And this sure. man gets out of the car down on one knee at the Americana parking lot roof. And mm. I just said, is this happening? That was what I said. <laughs> did, he have, did he have the drone to capture this? Or is this just... <laughs> or, or did you guys have to just kind of... Mem- the memory is with you in your mind. The memory lives with us in our minds. But of course, That's you good. know, we took some pictures. I found a way to spin it and make it marketing for my fucking album. No, that's that's no good, what I good. do. That's, no, that's good. That's good. You know, hashtag girl boss. So then the yeah, the parking validation <laughs> parking validation was a write-off. Exactly. I'm going to send that one to my business manager. It's album promo. Yeah, just something to think about. It was $7. We didn't get it validated. So something to think about. <laughs> okay. Did you, did you guys actually go and see the movie after no. you got engaged okay thank god no we didn't go see the movie that'd be and so I, funny if you just had to sit quietly through a bad <laughs> wes anderson movie for two hours after you got engaged you're like can i call my mom and he's like no <laughs> i told him i was like i'm honestly glad we didn't see the movie because i really didn't want to see it and he's like i didn't want to see it either i just knew that i had to like make a plan otherwise you would have found a way to be like you know ah. Uh, I don't know. You want to do something today? No, I'm I'm tired. Like, you know, right. Oh, just... so you had to have like some type of financial commitment. <laughs> yeah. To we be like, to... well, we bought the tickets, so we gotta. <laughs> well, actually, I am. I mean, I know how it goes. I'm notoriously very, very cheap, and so honestly, if I did, I, I, if I did buy like an eight dollar movie ticket, I probably would be like, I don't want to lose the eight dollars. <laughs> hold on, you're ch- hold on. Okay, all right. I'm. This is. I'm anti-cheap. That's kind of one of my platforms. Oh, you are? Okay. <laughs> I just don't. How cheap are you? Let's give me an example. Nothing to like embarrass yourself, but you're not the kind of person that's like, well, actually, I only had half of the hummus appetizer, oh, so no. I'm only... No, you no, know no, no, I'm, no, 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 no. Okay. No, I'm not a monster. I'm not a monster. <laughs> <laughs> do you bring your own own bags to the grocery store? Yeah, I do. That's crazy. Could, Chris doesn't like I would, that. I would never. Wait, like really? What are you doing with the bags after you use them? Are you just who cares? I, yeah, just kidding. I don't. Um, I, I don't actually. No, I reuse them. Yeah, I reuse them, but stuff. I don't have a trash can because I take the trash out every single night because I don't want it in my house. Okay. So in both New York and L.A., I need a back stock of Whole Foods bags sure. to use as garbage bags. Okay. Um, and I just I, I don't I use single use plastics only. <laughs> Um, okay. I, you know, I recycle them, I recycle <laughs> them, but like, don't, don't you think carrying around a water bottle like that is kind of crazy? No, bro. I don't. You're in your house. <laughs> oh, not the straw, not the straw. Yeah, of course. And it's not the fucking dumb Stanley one that like, when you have the straw and you move it, it just falls out. Like this one works really well. You flip it down. There's no leaking. This is my, I call this blue canteen and I take it everywhere with me. It is my emotional support hydroflask. I'm, I'm worried about, I'm worried about you because, <laughs> because the, the straw, let's, the straw makes me think you're losing your facilities. You know what I mean? Like you need help. No, Chris, 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 you clearly have not done orange theory. Okay. Try yeah, sucking it without a straw. I've done orange theory several times actually. Um, and <laughs> I'm very aware of it. And there's the, the straw. I'm going to give you a pass, but you know what? Have you ever thought about how nasty that straw? You think that straw can ever get clean? And yeah, I know. I think about, I think about the amount. I, I wash it very frequently. I do like a, I do like a vinegar wash. I really try to keep this thing okay clean. that's cool yeah mm-hmm. you should you should maybe get like a kind of like i a have the little brush chimney yeah, I have one of those. yeah the brush okay you have the yeah. brush okay that's good all right now look i mean at least you're doing it right <laughs> but don't you find like 
so you're telling me you'll be at LAX, yeah, and and you'll you'll get in that line oh, yeah. of like 15 people trying to fill their water bottle. Is that that's because though you care about the environment? Yeah, I care about the environment, but also I just don't need to spend money on fucking Dasani or whatever trash the LAX has. Hey, hey, hey! No, LAX does have Avion. D- they, don't okay. do that because I, <laughs> See, I wouldn't I'll know go because I haven't bought a water from LAX in so long, and you know I'm just I I cut corners where I can. And I'm not buying bottled water. I don't need it. Okay, that's boring. But when then when do you when do you not when are you balling out then? What are you spending money on? Well, I own a house, so I have a mortgage. That's you know. Okay. I'm not cheap enough that I didn't buy a home. I bought a home. That's cool. Um, okay. But my therapist is very expensive. She does not take insurance. How much are we talking? Um. <laughs> Two fifty? No, she's less than that. Oh, you're you're you got me all. You got us <laughs> fucked up. There, you got us fucked up. Two fifty? Two fifty? That's light. So you're paying two hundred? That's light. That's dinner. But see, I'm. But see, I I don't disagree with you. But I think also I didn't. So I didn't. My family like didn't have. I I wasn't like poor, but we didn't really have a lot of money growing up. Sure. And I think that's part of it is sure. that when I started making money. From working I in the beginning I balled out like in the beginning I was you know I was 22 and I was like fuck I just got a check from Microsoft I'm gonna go to Bloomingdale's and buy a bunch of designer shit and like <laughs> sure. I bought a Mercedes like I I balled out there Sick. for a second you did that you did it okay I did it but then I you know I also started to think too about like is this type of lifestyle sustainable for me? Like, it, is indie rock really the place where I have, you know, tons of money to just be spending it on extravagant things? And I think I, because I didn't grow up in a house where there was like a lot of money and there was a, you know, a fear of scarcity, as I discussed yeah, with my yeah. therapist, I think I cling pretty tightly to my money. But I think that's also why I'm able to like, you know, I, I still have money, and a lot of my peers from that era. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what, they, they, yeah. they don't have money. <laughs> Not to fire another shot of my dog, Neon Indian, but you know, where is he? Uh, the um, I mean, no, no, I uh, <laughs> also me. I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, Bethany, I think that's I think that's very responsible. All joking aside, that's a better way to do things in the way I do things. I want to be very clear. I I just um I truly can't wrap my head around it because I actually did something similar like I used to manage a band uh-huh. we made a lot of money in our early twenties as well and I also spent it all I got a Mercedes I did coke I flew first class you know I did the whole thing yeah and I unfortunately that set my life on a path to be striving for those things until I die and I'll do anything to live the way I want to live yeah. uh, you know and I'll you know if if I need to do business with war criminals I will. <laughs> Um, but you have a better outlook well, on life. Well, the thing is, is that it's like I can I could afford, like I could afford to ball out. I can. I just choose not to. And and then when I do, it's I special. feel like yeah, it's a special, it's a special thing. And you know, a lot of my friends make fun of me because I'm the girl that's like, you know, oh, I got this thing that's two hundred dollars on sale for like one seventy and they're like what that's not that much money and I'm like but it's a fucking sale and I feel so good about it. I feel so good about getting things discount this is it's honestly crazy we live in parallel universes i wouldn't <laughs> i won't buy something on sale because that means it's not good <laughs> what what is that logic though no i'm just kidding i'm just kidding <laughs> to me i i've noticed this it's like a common trait with with people once they get a little bit older it, it kind of enters a mom range where 
you get this high off of getting over on a business or like getting a deal, mm-hmm. like finding like a loophole or a workaround mm. or cost plus world market and TJ Maxx and all the, you know, I found this Lake Crusade, the Lake Crusade, it's normally 300. <laughs> you're speaking, so, you're speaking but, my but language. But I'm saying, is this a, is it a, is it a good, is it a good thing though? Is it a good trait is what I wonder because is it, is like that high that you're getting off of getting a discount, a, a real high? Or is it just like a little kind of like dopamine hit, like a having a cig really quick kind of vibe? I don't even think it's either. I think it's just like, it just is, man. I just get stoked when I go to a place and I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh my God, I could get this. I don't know. I, I don't really like, I get excited about it, but I wouldn't say I'm like, you know, getting high or even dopamine okay. high off of these things. It's just, it's just a fun venture maybe i'm over intellectualizing it too much probably exactly which is what my 200 dollars therapist tells me i do <laughs> i like that though the fact that you said you you splurge on therapy is something that's really interesting because i i guess though in new york i feel like it's i feel like i pay like 200 i feel like it was like 200 maybe 250 depending on you know what it is yeah. i feel like if i was single and i had raya i would put I splurge on therapy. I don't know. I'm just kind of weird like that. In your profile? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just I just like really really care about my mental health. How long gone is brought to you by our dear friends at BetterHelp, Jason. BetterHelp. You know, the summer travel season is coming up. Luckily, my BetterHelp therapist also fancies themselves a bit of a travel agent. So, for maybe the first half of our sweet sessions, we were spent off, obviously off clock, going through you know hotels, ferries, <laughs> car rentals, restaurant recommendations. It's as if I have two wives. I have two wives inside of me, and uh, yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, so uh, it, it is a fun way to find and connect different therapists. You get one that you really like. You guys are gossiping. You guys are chit chatting. You guys are talking about your personal interests. Next thing you know. It's time to actually do the work. So it feels good building those uh, mental health relationships with people you actually like. And on BetterHelp, there are so many different therapists to choose from. I don't like anyone. If you're thinking of starting <laughs> therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest. With BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash long today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash long. Nice. Career World is a new cookbook written by Dookie Hong and friend of the show, Matt Rodbard. The New York Times best-selling authors of the book Koreatown. Korea World is a vibrant exploration of the evolution of Korean cuisine, both in Korea and in Korea towns across the United States with more than 75 bold, flavor-packed recipes and stunning photography. The authors take an inside look at the exciting evolution of Korean food through stories of chefs, home cooks, as well as recipes that are shaping modern Korean cuisine. The book begins in Seoul, where the barbecue scene is pushing into new territory and where the city's third wave coffee culture is exploding. The tour continues with late-night food adventures in Los Angeles, my hometown, and stops into the kitchens of innovative chefs from New York City to Portland, who are putting modern spins on korean classics recipes include giant short ribs whole fried smash rockfish and pineapple kimchi fried rice i'm sad i didn't get to name the foods and you did <laughs> korea world is essential reading for anyone curious about the future of food available wherever books are sold
That's crazy. That that's you've you've really you've really got it figured out over there. But I think that the did you did you fuck up bad when you got paper when you were younger? Because you you were like it was like really popping. Yeah, it was popping. It was like really popping. Did you did you have did you have sex with anyone famous? I mean, how how popping did it get? I've had sex with some famous people. <laughs> Not right. Ryan Gosling, Dead Man's no. Bones era, or like what are we talking about? Not fellow indie no. rockers, not fellow indie actors. I'll I won't tell you who, but I will tell you an actor who also like dabbled in music. Keanu Reeves, congratulations. That's amazing. <laughs> He's hot. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Wait, is it Ice T from Law and Order? <laughs> You guess. When it's good, it's good. It's Body count is one of your favorites. I know. I've read that about you. I actually am Coco. I am Coco. Actually, <laughs> you, you guys, you, you guys look a lot I alike. I am Coco. That's the name of the next <laughs> album. I thought it was. I thought it was a filter you had on, but now I get it. Okay, cool. Um. Yeah. I mean, I was 22, and when you're 22, and you know, you're getting money, and you're touring the world, and there's drugs and alcohol and Every, everywhere you go is an open bar it was the cliche of the fucking you know experience but i was also i my parents were like because i'm an only child so i was heavily mm -hmm. guarded and like very overprotected so my mom's voice has like always been in my head probably which is why i still drink kombucha <laughs> but also <laughs> hardwired my mom my mom was like always like you know there she's an alarmist and there was always like a lot of fear instilled in me so even when i was like raging i was like i was raging but then i was like I feel like I would rage, but then I would be like, oh my God, I shouldn't, I shouldn't do this. Like, sure, this is bad. Sure, you know, sure. I was not the person that was like, you know, I know this is bad for me and I'm just going to keep adding it on and adding it on. But like, yes, I had like, you know, substance issues. I partied. I think anybody in that era. Look, I'm proud of you, honestly, did. because I, I think that there are people that didn't and they're narcs. And it's, it's, that's what, <laughs> like, I just, I find it like, I guess because the band mm. I managed was like more in the like pop punk, like emo land. Like there was a lot of weird, like, people that didn't do drugs they got married when they were 22 they had families it was like they wanted like a semblance of real life to make them yeah. feel normal and i was always like the whole point of this is to not have a normal life that's the whole idea mm. is that you get to do whatever you want you make a lot of money like what are you nerds doing yeah but i think also i was like super um <clears throat> excuse me i was like i had like horrible imposter syndrome too so i just was like I, I like drew barrymore was my literal friend you guys she directed a best post video we texted it was a you know mm -hmm. me and drew we were we were homies and i would like go you know i would hang out with drew barrymore and be like what the, i'm not supposed to be here like none of this is real and i don't sure. deserve this and also like People were very mean about me and, you know, hipster runoff was whatever, like, LOL. But oh, also, shit. like, that shit fucking... Damn. When you're 24 and you, like, drop out of college and start a band and then before you know it, you're, like, a thing, it doesn't... It You don't have time to process it. And also, like, you know, a 24-year-old brain is, like, basically... It's, like, mushy still. It's not, like, fully solidified. <laughs> yes. And yeah, so it's, yeah, like, yeah, I sure, just sure. didn't... I didn't really have tools or things to sort of deal with what was happening and i think that was like part of why i really went for it because i was just like i don't know how to handle any of this i will also say there were a lot of people in my life at the time that were probably bad influences and as a person <laughs> that um as a person that i think 
has often looked for myself in other people or the validation in other people. Yeah, I would yeah. say that that's bad for you. You know, I, I went with it. I was like, sure, you're going to do this crazy thing. I'm going to do the crazy thing too. Even though my mom's voice in my head was like, don't do the crazy thing. I didn't know that I forgot about hipster runoff and I forgot about like, cause that's like Perez Hilton era of like, yeah. we can just be mean as hell yeah. and no one yeah. cares. And it's like yeah. the thought of that now is like, it, it all has to be done, you know, like on Reddit under fake names. Like there's no way yeah. someone would have a, a like, it's it's actually insane. I mean, Pres Hilton insane. is boring now. He, he had to yeah. apologize and now he's boring. Yeah. <laughs> but 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 like but I think that like so you were looking at that, you weren't avoiding it. Oh no, I was like up all night under the fucking covers, laptop on, like I was addicted to seeing mm. what people said about me. And I and it slowly sort of drove me into uh I would say not the best place <laughs> sure sure okay so you you sell out a show you get on the bus you get in your bunk you open your uh, your black rubber iMac at the time <laughs> yeah and you're just and you're looking at bad shit about yourself after you just like played in front of thousands of screaming fans yeah i mean i and and it's because i didn't feel again it's like i didn't like it didn't feel i i honestly would sometimes feel like this happened to me like by mistake i'm not the person that they should have like god should have handed this to somebody else you know yeah and yeah. i so i definitely like i i definitely would see very kind comments but at that time i really only gravitated like i only clung to the negative comments there could be sure. like 50 comments of people being like we love you blah 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 whatever and then there'd be two you know, of some asshole saying like, you're a dumb bitch, like write a better song. <laughs> I like a classic. You're a, you're a dumb bitch. That, that one never gets old. Honestly, that's kind of a go-to for me, but I, I mean, I, <laughs> it was probably, honestly, I feel like it was you. You were probably the one that was calling me a dumb bitch no. in those comments. No, 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 no. You know that I'm an ally to female singers. I'm that's my genre of music. I really try to Thank promote you. you guys and kind of prop you up. Thank you. We we really need we need men like you, Chris. Thank you so much. Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. And I sense the sarcasm and you can go fuck yourself, okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean it's, it's but I, I feel like you did you take time off? Like what happened? Or did you just power through? I powered through. I mean, I don't think I really had the op I just didn't, I wasn't like in touch with myself at all. So I didn't even realize like I'm basically melting down. Like I need to go away. Yeah, sure. And like the success of Crazy For You, the first album, it it lasted, like we toured that record for like two and a half years. And then by the time we were done, it was like go in the studio and make the next record. And the label and everyone around us was like, cool. So your first record did exponentially better than any of us thought it was going to. And now we have more sure. money. Why don't we throw you like we made our second album at Capitol Studios with John Bryan. Like, you know, wow. it literally Paul, <laughs> like Paul McCartney was in the room next to us recording. And be, and prior to that, it was like we made Crazy For You at fucking um, Bedrock, that practice space. That yeah, John yeah, yeah. But like, you know, so it was like it just different it happened very. Yeah, it was very different. And I think that like. I just went with it and went with it. And then after that, it was like time to go make the next record and did that. And then I would say that in between the third and the fourth album, right around when I turned 30 is when I started to sort of be like, what the fuck has just happened in the last like 10 years of my <laughs> life? And also like, who am I? 
what are they like? I just, that was really when I like woke up and realized like I shit is bad and I need to figure out like how to make it better. Mm-hmm. And so then I took, then I took time off. Then we made the next Best Coast record happen. Then the pandemic came and two weeks into it, it was like, never mind, no record for you. You don't <laughs> like sure. the world goes bye bye. So that's what led me. And then that's when I decided that I was like, fuck this. I'm just going to make a totally different kind of record and walk, walk away from this and go be my own person. And like, detach from best coast for you know the foreseeable future what does it feel like more you know because this is this is what happens to fashion designers you know they lose their name you know what i'm saying they 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 no longer own the rights to their own name um when it when it when they (laughs) you know choose to go that route do you does it feel like different pressure because it's your name you know it doesn't like it feels actually more i just feel more comfortable just being myself and just coming out and being like it's me bethany you know and i think that like i think no matter how hard i tried to separate myself from like lazy crazy baby days nobody would everyone was like no you're the girlfriend of waves for the rest of your life and i was like (laughs) i'm actually not though you know (laughs) well the okay yeah sure um we all we all how could we any of us forget that i mean uh, why do you think i spend so much money in therapy bro that's no i know we no we'd love we had a great talk with him and from his parents house where he lives and he seemed to be doing good that's not a joke he seemed to be doing better friend than me. friend of the show waves friend of the show Waves. we love him great musical artist but you know he he'll send a girl to therapy right yeah 100 percent. god bless yeah yeah anybody could do, anybody could do it so well i guess though the that that is it it's interesting timing in my in my uh judgment just because of the like the resurgence of the era we're talking about is right now it's like cash yeah. out time like jason saw <clears throat> we, you know we, we did a show with mgmt playing the you know that whole yeah. thing it's like really that time so like it's funny that it worked out that way yeah and, for you. and i think that like i just i mean the cool thing is is that i own the masters to the first two albums again which is awesome and like okay you know, baby we're getting a second let's get that malibu crib then where's the yeah reissue? that's what i'm saying like <laughs> i'm not gonna be in glendale forever trust me i'm i'm plotting my way out of here um there's nice parts of glendale okay are. bethany i know there are i know there are believe me <laughs> but so i think that like for right now, I just, I think also I'm just the type of person, especially after all of the, you know, personal work I've done on myself, where I just was like, I don't like doing shit that makes me feel uncomfortable. I don't like feeling like I'm playing a part. I don't like, I, I wouldn't consider myself to be, I'm not good at being fake. Like I'm really just, I have to be authentic to who I am. And so I know that like, yeah, I probably could have gone back and made a, another sort of, you know, crazy for you part two. But I just didn't feel like I was like, I don't want to do this. I want to expand and move on and tap into like other things that I love. You know, my record is very like it's super 90s and it's very like kind of almost country Americana vibes. Like there were a lot of people around me that were like, you're 36. You sure you want to pivot? And I was like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. I want to (laughs) pivot. Well, I mean, I'm I'm looking at a poster behind your head of Sheryl Crow. (laughs) So I, I feel like that kind of sums up the current musical direction, right? Yeah, and, I, and our mutual friend, you guys, 
uh, One Miss podcast empress herself, Yasi Salik, got that poster for me. That's a nice gift. That's a nice gift. Yeah. That's Yasi. Do you think Yasi's listening to this episode? Just kidding. She, no, she's definitely. <laughs> she doesn't sure. have time. Her podcast takes fourteen hours to record every episode. I know. So there's no time. There's no time for that. Are you kidding? She's in the Google Doc right now. It's too deep. <laughs> she's in the Google. She's in the Google Doc. No, I think that's. I think it's great, and I think that it's also great that people were willing to give you the money to do it. You know what I mean? Because people are dumb. And like, <laughs> like I'm sure there were demos and blah, blah, blah. But you know what I mean? I think people are yeah. like, but you could just do this. Well, did people give you money to do it? We don't, I don't know. Yeah, that. I got, I, yeah, I made it. I mean, I, okay, so. she's on a, she's on a low key major, Jason. <laughs> okay, good. Shout out Concord. Who are your label mates, Bethany? Just run us oh through a few. Oh my God. Okay, let me tell you. So Concord owns like all these other labels, right? But like Concord proper is what I'm on. And I will tell you that one of my label mates is Santana. <laughs> the other is uh, a recent signing, one Mr. Jared Leto of Solo? to Mars fame, who is not the who is not the celebrity that I had sex with. That's what I was gonna guess. That's setting the record straight. It wasn't. But it you wish you kind of wish you did. I bet. I, mean, I used to always say he was like my number one hate fuck for a really long time. I was like, yeah, he's, he's no, he's totally. But hold on, fine. hold on. I mean, I'm know. confused. He's putting out a solo album. No, 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 no. He's it's thirty seconds to Mars. Okay, but, good. Know, Thank God. I'm waiting for their comeback. <laughs> I need to fill this Lincoln Park-sized hole in my heart. Yeah, they well, they have a record coming out on Concord recording. Great. Okay. 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 Great. <laughs> Thank you for the update. So, Beth, Bethany, do you do do you do morning pages? I do, but I'm not consistent with it. I try to like. Who is? I know, right? I try to like do it as much as possible because it is definitely the place where like. I call my inner critic, actually, Yasi and I both say this. I call my inner critic my inner pitchfork critic. Oh my God. And, um, <laughs> you know. You guys need, you guys need to, I don't mean to say this, but you guys need to touch grass. You guys need to touch grass. <laughs> <laughs> I am touching grass, bro, in my Subaru. Why do you think I have a fucking Subaru so I can go touch grass? Maybe, maybe you're touching too much grass. Wait, yeah, now <laughs> hold on, Jason. You might be onto something. Maybe you've touched too much grass. So you need Pump to go the back. Gas the grass bricks. You might need to go to New York for a couple weeks. Maybe that's what you need. Yeah. Maybe I should go to New York. Maybe I should. August, August in the city. <laughs> Beautiful. When, okay, so when you're doing your pages, how often does it turn into a song? Never. I, I don't ever, like, I don't really ever. I, I think that, like, for me, the morning pages is just getting the fucking chatter out of my head. It's putting it somewhere. Mm. But I would say that, like, sometimes I journal and then I'll have some sort of, you know, something will come to me or I'll have some sort of breakthrough with myself and then I'll go like explore that later on with a song. But I, mm -hmm. I don't really like, okay. I don't feel like for me the the purpose of the morning pages is to create, you know, to use it to create yeah. something. For me, it's really just like a place to put all of the like self-hatred <laughs> It's honestly, yeah, <laughs> but I don't, I don't think it's a place to create or like, all right, I'm going to write chapter three of my new novel or whatever. But I think once you start f the, the process of, of free flow writing, a lot of times things can come out Yeah, and I don't want, I don't want you to fight that or run away from that. If you have some bomb ass lyrics coming out, that's all. Thank you so much, Jason. I really appreciate that. I mean, that's, that's, the, that's the thing though. <laughs> Morning pages is really beneficial and it's really hard. It's one of those things. It's actually really difficult but i feel like it's it is worth doing if you can get into the, do you guys do it i have i mean jason actually turned me on to it years ago okay um and i did it i did it pretty religiously for like months and i really liked it even though i could barely read my handwriting i kind of intentionally write 
illegibly, so I don't have the ability of, yeah. or at least my haters don't have the ability to go back and yeah. read my journals posthumously. You yeah, know? When, yeah. Jason, when Jason dies, I'm definitely putting the I'm putting the the morning pages up for auction. You should do a live show where you just read Jason's morning pages. That's a that's a great idea. How long gone podcast? I, I like that idea. The amount of money I would have to charge for that <laughs> GA ticket, I don't know how affordable <laughs> each. I would I would need to be making seven figures on that one. That's a big. That's a big. Yeah, the promoters couldn't really handle that. And also to cover the legal fees, I'll, I'll be getting jail time if some of that stuff gets read out loud. You know. You know he's the shit he says about me alone. You know what I mean? It could get him locked up. It could get him. His locked peanut up. head is at it again. He's got on my last nerve. I'll say stuff <laughs> like that. You know. Did, so, did you? So I, I know that you did this album with my OG Butch Walker from, yeah. from Atlanta. Yeah. And um I'm glad you're not wearing some like funny sunglasses right now or something. He didn't he didn't rub off on you. He only rubbed off on you musically? Maybe not. Like do you is there a pink song on the album or do you feel like it's all kind of your no there's no pink song he butch is the i love butch so much and i met butch like 10 years ago because we were gonna do a best coast record with him yeah. but the vibe yeah. at that time was very like you know we need to turn best coast into you need a radio hit and i was like fuck yeah. this i don't want to do that i don't want to work with a producer who's gonna like come in and try to make me and the band something that we're not and so when I decided to make this record, I had been thinking about people that I could have collaborated with. And I hadn't spoken to him in years, but I knew that he had moved to Nashville and that he had kind of a foot in the world of both pop, but also like rock and roll and Americana and kind of all the shit that I was hoping to explore. And I just reached out and was like, hey, remember me? Are you interested? And he was like, yeah. I mean, he's he's truly the greatest. He's truly the greatest, yeah. like the nicest guy. And he's got like such a weird, funny history. Yeah, it really, it, it, It's like so funny to be in like a kind of a hair metal band, I yeah. guess. Yeah, yeah. You know, and like actually be successful. Yeah. But did you go to Nashville? Did you go to Nashville, one of America's worst cities? <laughs> <laughs> I did. I made I made a lot of the record in L.A. Uh, when he was he lives in Nashville full time now, but yeah, he came yeah. out to LA for like a year because his son was finishing school. And so he rented a house in Santa Monica that had a studio. So I did some of the record out there, but the majority of it, I would say was done in Nashville, but he lives like out in, I won't dox him. They all do. Yeah. If you, if you got fucking money, you, you we live in, we live in Franklin, sweetie. Come exactly. On now. And so I, you know, I got to spend a lot of time out there and like I drove a truck and, you know, hung out. I, oh. I lived a real, I lived in a. Okay. In a hold on. Spot. Okay. So you went, so you went, you yeah. went, I call it country Chris mode when I do that. Okay. Um, Jason's seen it. I rent a truck when I go to Atlanta and I kind of assume the character I listen to country radio only. Yeah. Did you find yourself changing? Were you racist all of a sudden? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, good. That, that, no, 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 no. I was like, I felt really happy there. Like I felt really just like, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm born and raised in LA. I've been here my whole life. I lived in New it's York nice for like for that, a year. Yeah. But you know, it was nice to just like get out of a fucking city and just be somewhere where there was much grass to touch. There were cows. There were, you know, like he lives near um there were these like long horned uh cows like down the street from his house. And I remember coming in one day and I was like, Who's like what whose cows are those? And he's like, Oh, those are Brooks and Dunn's. Those belong to Brooks and Dunn's. And I was what? like, wait, they both like own horses or cows together that they just like keep here. So, you know, I was like celebrity spotting <laughs> 
the cow. So do you know? Do you actually know who owns these cows? It's pretty funny. <laughs> Whose cows is this? <laughs> I didn't. Maybe, maybe Jason. Should we invest in some livestock together? This sounds like a cool path for us. I think you should. Yeah, I I, I invest in livestock all the time over at McCall's on Hillhurst. <laughs> God damn it! I knew uh, that was coming. But Brooks and Dunn is the band who who wrote the theme song of How Long Gone. Did you know that, Beth? No. <laughs> That's right. Wait, are you beans? Yeah, it's true. You're not beans. I know that sounds well. They they didn't write it for us. For we, us, <laughs> we use a Brooks and Dunn oh. song. Oh, I didn't know that. And the and the name of the song is called How How Long Gone. Oh, that's we use a karaoke version. Cool. But I'm I'm working on. I've got. I'm going into A and R mode, and we're gonna try to do a. I want to do a co- an album where like ten different people cover the one song. Oh, that's sick. We'll get yeah, we'll get a Thursday version from yes. Jeff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll get a Thursday version. I got I got Morby and Waxahachie on the line. Nice. Of course, what, the reason why we had you on the podcast, Bethany, is we kind of were hoping that you ask would me lay lay down a lay something yeah, down. Yeah, just something. Me and Butch can do it. Me and Butch can something do it to rework, for you. and we can feature yeah, you, the cows. You and Butch, I'm sure <laughs> of Brooks and Dunn on the song. Yeah, they could do some backup mooing. Exactly. They could do some backup mooing. Exactly. Uh, our, are you going on tour? I am going to do, I have a show in LA September 18th at Troubadour. That's going to be the first like big live full band show. And then I have a show in Denver. That's like a radio thing in September. And then right now I'm in the process of like figuring out touring and all of that stuff. Is it because your fiance is not going to let you go? No, I, I, it's, I mean, you guys know you're touring. It's everything's fucking expensive, dude. It's, it's the wild west out there, right? Yeah, now. but you have, to, yeah, but it's, you got to get away from your problems. We don't, we don't tour to make money. Yeah, we tour to, we tour to hang out together and have fun. That's the whole point. <laughs> sure. We make, we make, yeah, money. life's so fun. Did you have to audition? Are these all new players? <laughs> like, did you, well, like, who's, how many people are in the band? Cause it's going to cost you some money. It's going to cost me some money. So, um, Right now, I'm just trying to do like at least five people. I, I, let me ask you a question. You can be honest with us here on How Long Gone. Okay. You know, you're auditioning band members. You know what I mean? Obviously, they can all shred, et cetera. Let's keep it 100. How, how much are looks playing into this? Because like I, I, you, can't have, you can't have a fucking dog on, on lead guitar. That's going to fuck up the whole thing. I mean, I think like I'm often looking for a vibe, a style, but also like you can, that kind of stuff is, it's very easy to just be like, hey, so I was thinking maybe you could wear like this kind of look and you <laughs> yeah, just sort yeah, of yeah. give them like, a little sure, bit bro. of a uniform. Yeah, I mean, it's part of the job. It's- so you're like, I'm thinking maybe 20 units in each eye just to start. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, I'm like, actually, so our first outing as a band is going to be to my dermatologist's yeah. office to get all of us. We're, we're heading to the med spa today after practice. If you guys could just kind of bring it. We're your- all going to get vampire facials. <laughs> Bethany forms. Constantino and, and queer, it's, it's a queer eye kind of yeah. vibe as well. It's <laughs> more a of a makeover eye. than anything. That's a great idea. That's a great idea for a show for you that you just queer eye bands. That's a good Good. That's that's a really fun. Oh. That's a fun idea. Maybe I can make money that way. I'm looking for ways to make money. You're not gonna get paid. You're not gonna make money at the Troubadour show with five people in the band. That's for sure. Because you, <laughs> you, you feel like they're one of those people who probably pays their their musicians a fair wage and all that oh, shit. Right? The worst. Yeah, the I worst. drink out of fucking hydro flask. Of course, I pay people the good amount of money. Yeah. So, but all right. So if you see if the if the hot shredder comes in, he's got the perfectly aged Telecaster. The jeans fit <laughs> nice on the ass. 
the boots are snakeskin. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker is is tapping. You know, this guy is, is he straight? Is he gay? This guy's we going fucking know. crazy. But let's say he's on tour with somebody else. Is Bethany saying, you know what? Fuck it. I'm willing to pay a little more because I need this guy. Hopefully, future Bethany could do that. But right now, I think I have to keep. I, I have a okay. budget that I have to okay. stay with them. So for <laughs> now, they're gonna have to go out on tour with Willow Smith and get that check. Maybe the next album, <laughs> you can grab them. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, that's a good. <laughs> Okay, yeah, you just got to headbang through these five, and it'll be good. Um, no, that's that's. I, I I always wonder that because I feel like as a person who is in like a real band, you know, like a band band. Yeah, it's you know, it's different. Like I feel like that's you, you choose that you choose those people so young. You're like, all right, well, this guy got fat. Fuck it. I mean, we're in the band now. Like nothing I can do about it now. I'm in a band band. You know, but when you're um, picking people, it's different. Bethany, you uh, you have listened to this show before, right? I have. So, are you familiar with Sync Talk? No, I'm not actually. Well, you mentioned it er- earlier a little bit uh, yourself, but Jason, go ahead. It's, it's basically whenever we have a musician on, we'll ask them uh, if they have any good stories involving a, a, a sync license deal, something that went well, something that went terrible. What paid? What what paid for the Subaru? <laughs> what paid for the house? Well, okay. What paid for the house? My well, here's the. I'm a bit of a real estate mogul. I'll just let you guys know that this is the fourth house I've owned. The one that I'm currently in. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Hold on, Jason. That's Jason's erection. He loves real estate. <laughs> Love it or list it, honey. Uh, I don't. I don't currently uh, own four homes. I'll tell you that much. But this, yeah, I. I but you, you, you turned home one into home four, and and five is around the corner, right? That, that's yeah. And now I have a person to help with a house. I don't have to just pay for it myself. Look at me. What does this guy? What does this guy do for a living? <laughs> he 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 works in streaming, but he's like designs like interfaces. He works for AMC. Oh, I like this. Okay, cool. So we got some tech money coming. Yeah. It's, this ain't. He, he has his own. Yeah. He has health insurance and stuff. He has. Yeah, he has health insurance. He also, I'll tell you this much, just because I feel like you guys will pro- maybe you'll think this is cool. Maybe you won't. Mm-hmm. His dad played the monkey in 2001: Space Odyssey and choreographed <laughs> that entire opening scene. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> His dad's a famous ape, basically. I'm marrying into famous a famous ape family. Uh, 2001 Space Odyssey. <laughs> it's available now on Delta Flights, just to let you guys know. Yeah, no, it is. It, that's true. It's it meant really to be is. watched on the small screen. It's a. I love Delta. Are you guys Delta people? Oh, we're Bethany, Delta folks. Welcome home. You're talking to Diamond Medallion Chris. Um, <laughs> you can call me that from now on. But I'm really looking. I'm, I need 360. I need to hit three six. I need to get to the upper echelon. Okay. And just so you know, there's a new uh, Delta One private entrance oh, at LAX. Okay. Own security. Okay. Own, and then it takes, and then there's an elevator that takes you straight to the lounge. Chris, Chris, she, this is the person who said that she refills her bottle. That's true. In Terminal Four, do you think she's? That's true. I don't know. You know, I don't know if she's going to splurge for the eleven thousand dollar ticket to Denver. <laughs> she's stuffing. She's stuffing. <laughs> she's stuffing her Gibson case with Biscoff to snack on for the flight. So it's uh, it's. <laughs> but I'm sure Bethany's a million miler, right? I do. I Definitely. do actually. I go. I have lounge access because I have the a platinum American Express. Breast card. Yes. So. Okay. yes I love this, but I love this. Bet. Wait, you didn't tell us how much money okay, you made so, off of. So the so the oh wait, off of what my house is? I'm not going to tell you that. No. I'll tell you about the sink though. <laughs> so my first house that I bought was in Eagle Rock, and this was like pre Eagle Rock being a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was you know, and it, it this was many many years ago, so houses were not ex- expensive as they are now, but. Vescos did a Microsoft commercial. It was for like a new phone that we uh-huh. both 
starred in and also had a sink in. So not only did I get paid for the song, but I also got paid to be, you know, an actor in it where we were basically just playing ourselves playing the song. Double dipping. It was, I'll tell you this much. It was a, it was a good, it was a good hefty check. And I don't think they, I don't think they do things like that anymore. Not at all. No. (laughs) Why would they do that when they could get a a hot chick from TikTok? We don't need you to have any skills. That's crazy. (laughs) Just stand there. Or just AI. Or just AI. Exactly. That's really, okay. So Microsoft, that make that, that tracks. Cause we've heard a few, who was it, Jason, that turned down being in like an ad, like a cell? Was that Thursday? I think it was where he was like, we turned down being in like a Verizon. Oh no, it was an American Express. They turned down American Express. Amer- an American Express print ad for $1 million. Print ad. Yeah, that's what it was. A print ad with the band in it. With the band Thursday <laughs> wow. in it. It's so of like, a li- like a picture of them playing live and it says like American Express. They like felt like it was like to sell out. Yeah. Why I mean, they they're from that down? world. Like you're not. They're a Visa family. Yeah, of course. Not really. Course. I feel like I feel like that that era there it was like yeah. there was mu- no for sure for sure there was like people were doing whatever it did not matter i do remember though when the microsoft commercial came out there was like a person who was like i don't remember who exactly it was but it was like a friend of a friend vibe and he tweeted like oh, man some people will do anything for money and i was like yeah microsoft wants to pay me to use my music and also pay me to be in a commercial yeah yeah like i will i will do that for money some people are broke like- too <laughs> Yeah. Some of us don't have rich parents, okay? Some of us have to pay our own bills. Hey, hey, don't me. don't look at me when you say that. My parents are <laughs> firmly middle class. My dad is an accountant, my mother's a nurse. So fuck you, okay? Oh, I love that. That's really I really, I really, I didn't, I didn't assume that either of you were rich kids. Just by the well, way, well, that's really okay. Then I'm not doing my job, so I'm a little upset now. I can't win with you. I just can't win. <laughs> now with you're you. just even more angry at me. I'm just, a, I'm just a regular cat. That's great. Well, uh, Bethany, the um, the album is out tomorrow. Can I can I do the prescription pill question? Because I love that. I love when you guys ask people that. Because <laughs> yeah. I used to be by all I means. Be a bit, I would. I'll tell you what. My my uh, my my real problem, I think, was the pills. I really was a big pill gal. I could see that. I could see that for you, based on the like, even just based on the music you make. You know, she's my Xanax queen. I could tell. Yes, that was. I was. I was. Xanax was the Xanax. Okay, hold on. Give me a second. Okay. Let's I'm start very, from the start. I'm so excited because I really, every time you ask people this question. Get your documents in order. <laughs> okay. I would say Adderall number one. Duh. Okay. Snort or swallow? Just swallow. Just take it. Okay. Um, Old school. Just take it. Xanax number two. Mm. And Soma number three. I love Soma's. Yeah. Soma's a low key hitter. Yeah. Just a real nice, put the Deftones on, take a Soma. Drink a little okay. white wine. Just chill by okay. a, a George W. Bush era muscle relaxer. <laughs> yeah, nothing says relax like listening to fucking 7-Eleven employee music on fucking muscle relaxers. Chris, Chris is a Deftones <laughs> hater. Oh, you are? Yeah. But you love Third Eye Blind, right? Because Yeah, because Third Eye Blind has hits. Yeah, and he was hot. Yeah. He's my friend, you know, you know we're buds. Jen- Jenkins? Yeah, I was on a song with them on their last record, which I actually is I don't want to sing. A, it's a it's a sick song wait what you don't want to sing no no i don't want to i don't no no sorry i i do want to sing um professionally but that's a separate <laughs> thing i don't let me be clear i don't want to meet him like i don't i'm good okay yeah like the music he has he, he made one really great record 
And that's that's what he did for the world. That's it. You know what I mean? I'm, I think that's that's enough. You got what you needed from Stephen Jenkins. Okay. Yeah, he gave he gave us eight he gave us eight singles. Like what world what world is that possible now? You know what I mean? But that's very cool. Like that's very cool that you got to do that because I'm sure I know you're a fan too. So yeah, lo- that first record is truly one of the best. Does Stephen Jenkins do any acting? <laughs> no, it's. <laughs> Out of curiosity. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's check so it. Is, I, I think I thought I saw a picture of Jenkins protesting at Paramount. Are you sure he hasn't been in anything? Okay. He's an ally. He has Rick Owens flip flop. He has Rick Owens flip flops on down at the Paramount at, at the lot. Okay. So so now Bethany, we're we're more Cali sober. I'm assuming. I'm yeah sober ish. I would say is the vibe. I was like full sober for a long time, and I'm glad that I was because it was super helpful for me in getting my life together and shit together. And now I just, I don't feel like I, I, I just don't feel like substances have such a power over me the way that they used to. Cause I take really good care of myself now and I'm just in a better place, but I love mushrooms. Yeah. Hence why I love okay. nature. Oh, wait, when, oh, I, when okay. I said Kelly sober, <laughs> that was implied that you, you, you do anything that is natural like that. Anything you know? of the earth. We live in hell. <laughs> we live in hell. She's got her fucking, she's got her branded mushrooms. She bought legally. They're gummies, actually. And my health aid kombucha and my fucking hydro flask, and I'll see you at. You LA are you are you're a nightmare. We love you, Bethany. It's uh, like, it's like looking com- in the mirror, really. <laughs> it really is. The album the album comes out uh, today. Uh, everyone, go stream it. Go see Bethany on tour when she finally casts her hot band to back her up. Um, go stream. Go stream all of the uh, all of the best coasts because she owns the masters. Just the first two. Just stream those. One and two. That's the first two. Just listen to the first two. Yeah, LP yeah. one and LP two. <laughs> and and. And R.I.P. Sinead. R.I.P. I know, Sinead. So, one of the, so truly so One of the greats. So I didn't incredible. realize she was only 56. I mean, I knew it was... I, knew, I know, neither did I, I. I knew it wasn't going well, but that's really young. That's really young. R.I.P. Really sad. All right, Bethany. Thank you. Uh, it was really, hey, it was really thanks, fun. Guys. It was really fun to podcast with you. And uh, congratulations on the new thanks, record. Beth. Thank you, guys. All right, we'll see you later. Have a good one. Okay, bye, guys. Thanks.